This is Mom Squad Pod, your weekly update on tips, tricks, and all things parenting with Maureen Kyle. Hi, everyone. Thanks so much for joining us for the Mom Squad Pod, where we talk all things parenting. And today is a really fun topic. It's probably a show that you've heard of at this point. There's a Netflix show called Old Enough where they put toddlers, and I'm talking like two-year-olds all the way up to four, to tasks that are very adult. And so, in our newsroom, when you need a three-year-old, look no further than the people on the morning show. So I have executive producer Jenny Jordan with me today because we both have three-year-olds that we put to the test, and I talked to a psychologist about how this helps with development. So, Jenny, thank you for doing this, and thank you for also allowing us to use Jax in the process. Of course. He's always available. You know, I'll get his agent involved, but no. It's always, uh, thank you for everyone who is listening. For everyone who's watching, I want to apologize. I I'm in my true Cleveland mom gear. I have my Guardian sweatshirt on and leggings and yeah. flip-flops. And so well, I, I wasn't be camera that. ready, but I am podcast ready at all times. Right. I, that's what I'd rather be wearing. So next time we will even it out and I'll, I'll go in my sweatshirt. But when we saw this, so um, Jenny and I were, we both saw like an NBC package that my mom was telling me like, have you seen this? This is crazy. And in case you haven't seen the show, the very first episode is a kid who is two years, nine months, who walks down the street, like his mom sends him out. And of course there's a camera crew following him um, and there's a production crew, but he walks from his house across busy streets. One is like a highway with a little flag that his mom made that, I, don't, I mean, I don't read Japanese, but it, it's, it must say like stop. Right. And she says, you know, hold this out if you're gonna go into traffic. And he, she gives him three things to go buy from the store and he has to remember them. And then there's other episodes where, you know, a kid is told to go home, make juice. There was one where a little girl was given like four or five errands that she had to run within a day. Yeah. It got dark, like she's walking home at night. Um, but as a parent, I, at first I'm like, gosh, this is crazy. I would never send my kid doing any of this. Did no. you have the same thoughts? Oh my you gosh, when you see this little two years, nine months, a, mm -hmm. little, a three year old, tiny, yeah. with a backpack bigger than him on, right? <laughs> yeah. Walking through these crowded streets. I mean, not only am I worried about traffic, I'm worried about him being kidnapped. I'm right. worried about, and it does seem like in the show that the community sort of, it's a normal thing. Yeah. And so, for that part, it was amazing mm -hmm. to watch that. But the whole time, my motherly instincts are like, oh, be careful. Oh, oh, yeah. Don't watch that car's coming. Oh, right. be careful. You know, and you're, he's in the store, and you're just like, you just want to go help him. I right. mean, that is just that, you know, and I don't consider myself a helicopter mom. Mm -hmm. um, I don't. I don't know if I, I guess, right, everyone doesn't think they're. <laughs> maybe right. I am and don't realize it, but... Um, you know, you just see this and yeah. you're just blown away by, it's very cute. Yeah, the little kids, it is adorable. It's very adorable. You know, anytime you see them doing grown-up tasks, but to see them actually doing it and succeeding was something to see. And so yeah. I did not think that Jax was going to be able to do it at all. I, right. would, I, I love him, but yeah. I did not have a lot of confidence in him. And I think that's what a lot of parents feel as they're watching that show is, I would never do that. There, you think of all of the dangers. Like, why is he next to a busy road? I would never send, um, like I, I've even, among friends as we talk about this show, I've talked about how I even watch my eight-year-old walk to the mailbox because I'm worried about, oh, what if she steps into the street as she's 
somebody's getting that mail and, and a car drives by or what if there's, you know, some car that has been watching our house and knows that I have little kids and they snatch her. You know, it's like, and it's the mailbox. She's still on our property. <laughs> right. So what's interesting, I think, about this show is that they're putting these kids to the task. We are all surprised that they can do it. Um, and then it does make us think like, oh, am I supposed to be giving my kid more responsibility? So because of this show, and, and Jenny and I are gonna talk about how we did put our kids to task in a second, but I want you to listen to my interview with Dr. Carolyn Ivers-Landis with UH Rainbow Babies Hospital here in Cleveland, because she talks about how we do have a helicopter society and how we need to break away from that to help our kids with their development. I think most people like me as a mother, but now a 20 and a 22 year old is horrified. But as a child psychologist, I was thrilled with so many aspects of it. Did you notice how the children were so proud at the yeah. end and just that feeling of pride and how the parent shared in that and it was such a positive experience and obviously we're not going to have you know three-year-olds walking holding a little flag to <laughs> yeah. not be hit by a truck right but i just love the pride in doing something and being competent yeah are we underestimating yes. them because i was thinking there's no way my three-year-old would know how to do this mm -hmm. and i'll tell you more about the practice we did but then I, th I feel like then they go and surprise us when we do put more on their plate. Is that typical or is that a good practice that we should be doing? I, you know, I think it was so eye-opening for our culture where we tend to be very protective and helicoptering, <laughs> where we might have a teenager who's afraid to order food at a restaurant. Yeah. And here is a three-year-old, you know, that is actually finding things based upon what they look like in a grocery yeah. store or something. And I do think that we are not giving our kids the trust mm -hmm. and the freedom to show us what all they can do. What does that do for their personalities yeah. and development when they have independence at an early age and then know that they, they have the ability to do these sort of big kid grown up things? Right, I mean, I think that this really builds a sense of self-competence. And it builds this pride that they can do these things that, you know, I see teenagers that struggle with these things now. And I see teenagers where the parents are micromanaging every assignment, every test, and the kid is like, they don't trust me. So I think as a society, this is kind of a neat show to back up the truck a little bit and say, should we be doing more of this? Yeah. Um, yeah. And you say as a society, and I think that that's what, when I did let her walk through the grocery store by herself, I almost needed the therapy. Like, I needed <laughs> you to be telling me advice because here I lost sight of my toddler, and then I was worried about all of the bad things that would happen. I'm thinking, I mean, I live in a safe community. There's the small chance somebody might grab her. But I was worried more like, oh, somebody's going to see a three-year-old walking around by herself. They're going to take her up to the front desk and, and ask where mm. the parent is. You know, <laughs> But all the worries go through my head. And then I hesitate in letting my child do some of these mm. things. So for parents, what mindset do we need to have when it comes to the freedom and letting our kids try new things, go out and do things, and 
and not worry about all of the horrible things that can happen. Right, and I think that's so important that we need that safety net there, <laughs> but it can be unobtrusive. Like you could have your three-year-old at a store, but you're watching them, but you're like, oh, I wonder where the cereal is. Do you remember where that is? Can you find the, your favorite cereal? And you're kind of following them from, you know, 10, 20 feet, just keeping an eye on them. And then when they find it, you're just like, oh, you found it. Like you're so proud and so impressed, but they were safe. So how can we set these things up mm -hmm. for children, both teenagers, like, wow, you got all your assignments done. Wow, you studied for that test. And I didn't remind you, I didn't say anything. You did it. Mm -hmm. I think that's gonna be so important for us moving forward. Yeah. So in our society, more arm's length type of freedom is what you're saying like don't I'm not right. gonna let them walk to the store at age three you know a mile and a half with a flag but right but that practice does help them in the end like we should be doing a little bit more of this you think? I think we should and what I love about that show is did you notice that they did not criticize so the little boy that went to make the juice was also goofing around and playing with the dog and doing all these things but when he came, everyone, not just the parent, everyone was like, oh, the juice, thank you. And they weren't like, where were you? Why did it take you so long? We were worried, yeah. right? And I feel like we tend to do that. We yeah. tend to nitpick hmm. about things like, I have patients all the time who get into arguments with their children and the children and parents get in arguments about the room yeah. and being clean and why can't we Think of this as something fun, like let your child, you know, take some ownership over how they want their room to look. Yeah. Yes, there are safety things. Yes, there's hygiene <laughs> considerations. But why can't we take pride and be like, oh, I would have never thought of putting that there. Oh, that's yeah. a cool way of organizing that. Yeah. Or, you know, say, hey, let me know if you need help. We can do some things together. Yeah. What do you think is age appropriate? Yeah. Like, what should we let toddlers do and then what should we let those middle-aged kids do and then going into the preteen and teens like what do you think are some well I think I think this show is so eye-opening <laughs> that they can do even more than we thought and actually my mom would have loved this show because my mom was always trying to get my kids to do things and I'm like mom what are you doing like they she would just when they were so little she would have them make her lunch and it was always ridiculous it was like here's some crackers and here's you know they would just put stuff together and serve it to her and she would eat it as lunch when they were like three or yeah. something, you know? Um, so I think that whatever they can do, encourage them to do. And sometimes it might be a little ridiculous, just like a child doing your makeup for you or something, right? A little one. But then you're just like, oh, that's so great. You know, I love how you did this, how unique, Yeah. you know? Is there anything that you think um, is inappropriate. I mean, that that like age, we should wait until they're a little older to try certain activities, or do we just see where where they can they can push the boundaries and where they can achieve? I mean, I do think you have to pay attention. I thought it was so interesting the one episode where the little girl was going to the market and she was crying, mm -hmm. and in the show they were kind of like, oh, she's crying, like, but they were like, but. The mom's not going to not send her, you know, once she dries her tears, she's going, you know. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously, I don't think it's a great idea to, I mean, that she did fine and she was really proud of herself. Mm -hmm. But at what point when somebody is crying and saying, I don't want to do this, I'm not ready to do 
this. Please don't make me do this. You know, at what point where you just be like, no, you can do it. Go yeah. on. You yeah. Know? And I feel like some of that is nuanced, you know, based upon the child, the personality, your relationship. Yeah. And maybe they need a little bit of guidance. Like that little girl, obviously, she did have the camera crew, but maybe it yeah. would have been nice if mom was there with her the first time she did it. That's a great point because right. the other thing we were thinking of when it comes to especially the two, three, four-year-olds, which the show is based on, right. a lot of times parents have trouble just dropping off at daycare because the kids cling. Um, when the kids cling, is that, you know, should we let them cling or do we start to practice some sort of separation and how do you do that? Right, and yeah, and that's talking about separation anxiety, which I specialize in sleep. So I see a lot of kids at night when you talk them in bed, they have separation anxiety too. And some, some of that is learning and learning like successive approximations, like doing little things and then praising it and encouraging more and more. Maybe having some sort of like verbal reward or other sort of something that you're working toward to get that bravery to do it. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of like what kind of activities you think might be good for even like, I, I don't know I, I want to say like walking to three-year-old I mean I, I feel like Montessori does all of this so well where you know they really preach independence I've had my kids in some Montessori programs but that early early age can we start them so that we don't get into the phase of the separation anxiety or we get them putting away their toys as a habit right and you know I think that's one of the things I really like about Marie Kondo also it's about joy and doing things together right <laughs> yeah yeah so cleaning and organizing you think is a good way to start right I think doing things with your children is mm. a good way to start like you're doing them together you're teaching them and then you're paying attention to how they do it because they mm. might have their little unique spin yeah. but you know what's fun think about something like having your child maybe pay for something with you there yeah. like what are things you wouldn't have thought of are when you're going through a drive-through have your child order their food rather than you just order it I mean I just saw this uh, little video of a cat meowing at a coffee shop drive-through to get its little cat cup or oh whatever I'm like the cat orders but we don't have our children order right? perfect yeah I mean it just shows how we don't even think about yeah. that you know like why don't we have a child call and order the pizza or something yeah you know your teenager can call in their prescription medication refill yeah. right like what are things that we can think of doing that we do for them so yeah. much but then we're like well they're perfectly capable of doing this why are we doing all yeah. of this right yeah is there a point um and you mentioned your kids are are older um, I feel like the tendency is to do things for your child up into a certain age and then you expect them like, why, why aren't you doing this stuff? So right. is, there, is, <laughs> is, there, is there a point of, um, I don't want to say point of no return, but um, what can, I, I know I've done segments before where teens you know, don't want to listen to their parents, so how do you get a teen to start to listen and a teen to start taking on some of those responsibilities if maybe they've never done it in the past, and how do you incorporate that? 
I think that is so hard because with teenagers, I don't want there to be a lot of family conflict. And I see so much of that, you know, around cleaning your room or that you didn't clean this or you didn't yeah. do that. So how can you incorporate it in a positive way? Because yeah, when your kids are 20 and 22, you think to yourself, yikes, they don't even know how to clean a bathroom or something. <laughs> like I never really, like, oh, I was just like, just do your school work. I think a lot of people think like that. Yeah. You know, oh, just, you know, get good grades and I'll take care of all this stuff. But then when they're in their own apartment, they don't know what to do. And so I think it's important to think about that you're teaching them this skill and maybe you could have someone else or another family member, like if you guys get into it, maybe it could be a grandparent, maybe the other parent is more patient and they're not going to get into it and be like, hey, let's figure out how to organize stuff in your room or let's clean the bathroom together or let's figure out how to, you know, clean, wash dishes the right way or something, you know, when you have like a five or six year old, right? So she makes so many great points about, um, you know, just everything that we step in, like, okay, well, I'll just do this for you. I'll just do this for you. And then does that set our kids up for failure? Like, I remember going away to college and I didn't do some paperwork and some lady in an office, I'll never forget, like, she looked at me and she's like, Maureen, get your stuff together. Only she didn't say stuff because mm-hmm. I just... Like I did, I wasn't taking care of the paperwork I needed to take care of. I wasn't doing the responsibilities that I needed to do, and I was going to graduate and be on my own in a few years. Mm-hmm. So, the point also being, three-year-olds, do we need to send them to the store by themselves? Not necessarily. But Jenny and I did just that. We did. <laughs> yeah, we did. Not really sending them to the store by themselves, but we went to Heinen's. They worked with us. You stayed where in the store? Just kind of. I stayed sort of at the at the front where the cash registers are, yeah. which is very, you know, if you've been in Heinen's, you know that area. Pretty much every store is that same way. Only so that I could keep an eye kind of yeah. on it. <laughs> I was trusting him, but I was there in case. I really thought, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to lie, Jax, is a mama's boy and mm-hmm. he sometimes cries when he's home alone with dad he wins mommy and yeah. he cries he's known to cry at daycare almost daily at the yeah. drop off <laughs> um and so he's gotten much better there but i would say i thought he did not once he saw i wasn't there i thought he was gonna like get into panic mode yeah. you know and that wasn't the case he surprised me a lot um I think it helped a little bit. I had his big sister was there, Mm -hmm. um, Bethany, who's six, and who I do give a little bit more responsibilities to. um, And so he kind of wanted to show off for her, I think, you know, (laughs) so that kind of helped. Um, And I thought you did a good job. You prepared a little bit more. You guys went grocery shopping the day before. Right, yeah. um, To look over the store. I feel like we don't go to Heinen's as much as... We go to maybe, he doesn't come with me, I should right. say, to Heinen's as much. So I was like, okay, where, you know, I wanted to make sure he got a lay of the land yeah. um, right before. So he had it pretty fresh in his mind, which mm-hmm. I think was helpful. Yeah. Um, and he was uh, given two tasks. So we did apples and Pringles. So I know <laughs> he loves both of those things, yeah. and they were both in reach. Because that was the other thing I was thinking, like, he can't reach high up, you yeah. know, if it's cereal or some of the things that are higher up. I was like, okay, the Pringles yeah. were on the bottom. He's a big fan. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we thought, okay, let's try these two things. And uh, he, we brought the little buggies that was yeah. just for cute appeal. Yeah. And- <laughs> well, you know what, though, I did, 
Um, I mean, it, it was cute to have them have their little like kiddo shopping carts. But then um, when you watch the show and then when we went to just kind of get the lay of the land too, I gave her, I gave Etta, my three-year-old, the basket and it's bigger than she is. And I knew yeah. she wouldn't be able to reach the adult carts and you can't carry all those things. So that's another thing where I'm like, well, I would never just send a kid to the store. They can't even pick up the basket themselves, yes. which happened in the show right. too. Um, right. But yeah, we went, um, it was interesting. So we went on a Monday to the store because I realized I take her to, for some reason I always take her to Costco. And I don't know if it's just like the routine of our day, like Costco is a bigger trip, you know, or it's a little bit further of a drive. So I, I don't know. But when I'm running into a grocery store, I try to not take them with me. Right. Which is, am I putting them behind the eight ball with that? Because here's a great opportunity to teach your kids about nutrition, to teach them, get them involved. Like we do interviews all the time with dietitians who say, get them involved in choosing the healthy foods because right. then they take pride in it. Um, and these are simple things where I realized if I go to the grocery store, I shouldn't put her, I still put her in the cart so she doesn't run around and get away, but I should be asking her, hey, can you run over and grab the peanut butter for me, or right. can you grab that? So we did the lay of the land, and then I, that was a Monday, then I think Tuesday or Wednesday, I, I interviewed um, Dr. Ivers Landis about, you know, this, this whole thing, which you just listened to, and she talked about not criticizing. And I realized the Monday when we went to go get the lay of the land, Etta wanted to go pick out her yogurt, and she got the right brand, but she, brought over plain yogurt, which if you have a toddler, you know that they are not yeah, going to eat not gonna fly. <laughs> plain yogurt. <laughs> and I said, well, what do I do in that case? Because she went and she got the right brand, but she didn't get the right flavor. And she, and so the doctor was telling me, you need to be super descriptive with kids. You know, you have to tell them, you know, I want you to go pick out the yogurt with the strawberry on it or with the flour on it. So then we go to do the shoot. And if you watch the video, it, it's just hilarious because yogurt wasn't on our list of things to get. I told Etta mm -hmm. to get goldfish, peanut butter, and three bananas. And she kept saying, and yogurt, and yogurt, and yogurt. <laughs> and I was like, fine, go ahead, get yogurt. So she goes through the line, I gave her money. You know, she came back and asked me a couple times, like, where's the goldfish? I can't find the goldfish. And, I, and then I'd tell her, look within the crackers. Cause I stood, um, right. I stood pretty much where Jenny was standing too. Like I stood by the cash registers, but let her go through the store by herself. So she comes through and she told me, mommy, I couldn't fit three bananas. And I was thinking individual bananas, and I, I'm like, why did I think she would be able to break off three bananas, three bananas off of right. a bunch? <laughs> so she got two bunches and then ran out of room. Then she was so proud of herself, she said, I got the flour yogurt. And I look at it, and it was Daisy Cottage Cheese. Oh, so, that would be a rude awakening. Yeah, so she, <laughs> she was a little disappointed, but I didn't criticize. I said, oh, right. good job. I said, this is cottage cheese though so we'll try it and you'll have to see if you like it so now even last night she was talking to my parents and we were talking about hey she went shopping on her own and she goes i got the flour yogurt but it's cheese and i don't like it yeah, you know, but, but there's as you heard the doctor talking about there's a pride there that um she went and she accomplished something and so now i even noticed in the past week and i don't know if you noticed this about jacks now she if I tell her, hey, can you go clean up all of your toys right there? I know you can do it. You're a big girl. Yes. There is a little extra like, oh, I can't do it because I am a big girl. Like, I mean, yeah. if we're doing that constantly, 
what that does for their confidence and and their ability and their their uh, natural ability to do some of these tasks is something noticeable, I think. Yes, I agree. And my daughter that very day said, oh, I'm going to make my own lunch today. And I will tell you, I was, she got her carrots out, her mm -hmm. cute, and sometimes she picks healthier things than even... I try to put, like, you know, obviously I try to balance yeah. it. But, you know, sometimes she'll be like, I love, you know, I'll take broccoli, carrots, and a boiled egg. And I'm mm -hmm. like, okay, that's yeah. a fantastic. In my head, I'm like, okay, she needs a ham, piece of ham, yeah. or she needs something else. But really, she doesn't. Right. And so I was really proud of her for doing that. I do will say... So, of course, she wanted to participate in the activity um, <laughs> when we were really focusing on our three-year-olds. But so I sent her to the other side of the store uh -huh. and asked her, oh, can you go find, you know, I think it was like the cookies because it was right in my direct line of sight. Yeah. And um, she walked over there and there was a mom with two kids that did ask her if she was lost. Yeah. Which I thought was interesting. And I thought, you know, if I was in that position, I might do the same thing. I might say, hey... Are you okay? Yeah. Are you, because she was just right. by herself and she looked confused because she, she wasn't sure where she was supposed to go. And she's more of my nervous, you know, wants mm -hmm. to be perfect and it doesn't need to be perfect. Yeah. So this was a great exercise, I think, for her too, to realize like, sometimes I forget the bananas when mommy's at the store and you might forget too and that's yeah. okay, you know. Right. Um, the other part is too that you had said like, um, either you or one of the doctors we've talked to in this whole series had said, you know, we're waiting too long to give our kids yeah. chores. Yeah. When they're little, they want to help us vacuum. Yeah. They have the little <laughs> vacuum, right? They have the little mop and the broom that they love to play with. Yeah. They have a toy kitchen that they're making meals. Right. But we're so busy trying to get things done that when they're trying to help us, it's like, okay, it's going to take, you know, we don't, I don't take them to the grocery store because it takes me twice as long when they're there yeah. than when it's not. And so it makes me think, okay, wait, I do need to reprioritize what we're teaching. Yeah. We do need, you know, they can come to the store to me and when they, they can learn, like you said, the healthy stuff, how much things are costing and, yeah. you know, a budget and, and things like that, that, you know, we don't talk about very much when I just go pick them up. Yeah. They deliver, put them in my grocery cart exactly. and I put them away and they're not even seeing that process of yeah. how that happens. Well, and what's interesting too, this was a, a few podcasts ago at least, another um, psychologist had talked about expectations. Like you're giving them chores. That's not like you get rewarded for those chores. This is what we expect you to accomplish in a day. You right, know, so if right. you tell them, well, I expect you to sweep up your crumbs after yourself, or yes. I help, expect you to help clean up your toys, they understand that that is a part of life and not just, you're not bribing them and you're not like, come on, clean up your toys and I'll give you a cookie or something right. like that. So these chores, teaching them that this is a part of life, like going to the store or uh, my mom was big on when I've been talking to her about this, um, about this show and, and the tasks, she said, I would always send you guys over to the neighbors to deliver something. And you think about the skills that that builds, like right. the independence, but then also child to adult conversation and getting rid of that shyness right that's big too you think of all the little nuances uh, that that this kind of um these tasks and and this mindset could could help foster in your child why are we not doing this right and it's interesting <laughs> to see too because you know they always say your child acts better hopefully mm -hmm. right at, out and in public than yeah. they do with you at home and yeah. you're like I haven't heard a please and thank you in about a year for a popsicle, you know? And yeah. it's like, right. you know, we try to remind them, we try to remind them. But it was nice to see, 
you know, I saw and I like putting the thing, you know, having that interaction and yeah. knowing that other people appreciate the pleases and the thank yous yeah. and seeing that is also really important. I know yeah. we talked about always wanting, um, I always have my kids, if we're at a restaurant, order their own food, mm -hmm. you know, Same. so that they can make eye contact, yeah. you know, look up from whatever they're coloring, make eye contact with somebody, yeah. make sure that they're having that interaction. Yeah, that's perfect. I mean, it's, that's like the perfect way to start is ordering your own food. I mean, right. that's just an easy chore. Anyway, we've talked forever about this. Yeah. Um, so go out, put it into practice, and of course you can watch the story on WKYC.com. Really, it's, I mean, it's all cute video because it's our yeah. kids. We're right. biased. Right. But, um, <laughs> all right, well, Jenny, thanks for doing this. Thank you. And thanks to all of you for listening to the Mom Squad Pod. We'll see you right back here next time. Thanks for listening to Mom Squad Pod with Maureen Kyle from WKYC Studios. Subscribe now so you never miss an update. And find more on everything you heard here on WKYC.com and on the WKYC app.